Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. I hope you enjoy Alan Kaufman, Episode 2, The Songsmith. Last week we played his original tunes, this week we're singing his original songs. Alan is a firm believer in making deposits into the traditional music bank, and uh, I really want his music to gain some interest, if you'll allow me to overextend the metaphor. Now, in case any of you are concerned, Get Up in the Cool is not in danger of becoming a songwriting podcast. Old fiddle music is still my bread and butter, and bread and butter is delicious. But I made an exception for Alan's original songs for a couple reasons. First of all, it's nice to have some variation in a weekly podcast. I have some ideas for future episodes that wander into some peripheral traditions. For instance, a Shape Note episode is in the works. Also, every time I stray from the path, Get Up in the Cool gets some awesome new listeners. One of my biggest supporters on Patreon is a concertina player who started listening after Jody Kruskal's episode. But most importantly, Alan Kaufman's songs are deeply traditional. When he writes, he's actively channeling Jimmy Rogers, Uncle Dave Macon, Hazel and Alice, Ola Bell Reed, and all those impactful and important songwriters we love so well. Also, I think old-time songs can act as a sort of gateway drug to fiddle tunes and the old-time community in general, so this could be a great episode to share with someone you've been trying to evangelize to. I know I have some old-time agnostics in my life that I'm trying to convert. Stick around after the interview to find out how to hear more of Alan's music, as well as Martha Burns, a wonderful folk singer in her own right. She joins us on the first few songs and is just delightful. If you find yourself really enjoying this episode, maybe it's time you sign up to support Get Up In The Cool on Patreon, like Chris Gleason and Matthew did last week. Thanks, guys! I'm blown away every time someone signs up because it challenges a lot of popular assertions about the internet's effect on uh, human nature. (laughs) Thanks for supporting the show and, I guess, being good humans. For those of you who need to be rewarded for your acts of generosity, I totally understand. There's some great rewards available for different levels of support, like weekly bonus tracks and tune downloads. If you want to support Get Up in the Cool, go to CameronDeWitt.com and click the button that says Patreon, or click on the link in your podcatching app in this episode's description. It's pretty easy, you can probably do it on your phone or computer while listening to this. Here's my jam and chat with Alan Kaufman, the songsmith. Enjoy. If I could turn back the years and see one last time We'd laugh about the good old days and sip a glass of wine. We'd carry on till the cows come home, watch the sun come up at dawn. You knew I'd rejoice just to hear your voice and see you one last time. At dawn when it's real quiet and the whole world seems so still. I take a hike out in the woods and I climb the steepest hill As I reach the top I come to a stop and gaze at the heavens above I give all I own not to be alone and see you one last time If I could turn back the years and see you one last time We'd laugh about the good old days and sip a glass of wine. 
we'd carry on till the cows come home, watch the sun come up at dawn. You know I'd rejoice just to hear your voice and see you one last time. I often sit and watch the leaves floating in the stream. As the water rushes down the brook, I close my eyes and dream. A train rolls by in the valley below, I can hear the engine whine. I give all I own not to be alone and see you one last time. If I could turn back the years and see you one last time. We'd laugh about the good old days and sip a glass of wine. We'd carry on till the cows come home, watch the sun come up at dawn. You know I'd rejoice just to hear your voice and see you one last time. If I could turn back the years and see you one last time, we laugh about the good old days and sip a glass of wine. We'd carry on till the cows come home, watch the sun come up at dawn. You know I'd rejoice just to hear your voice and see you one last time. You know I'd rejoice just to hear your voice and see you one last time. Welcome back to the show, Alan Kaufman. Hey, it's great to be back here. Get up in the cool again. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. And uh, featuring on uh, uh, vocals and guitar, special guest Martha Burns. Yay. Thanks for being here, Martha. Thank you. Yeah. While I was um, late finishing up with uh, Trip, and you guys were so patient, you guys were um, rushing through, making little last-minute arrangements, and uh, mm-hmm. and it shows that uh, that you came up with some really good ones. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you're... I'm Thank glad you. we took a little more time so you guys could iron those out. Thank you. Yeah. Wonderful songs. We're doing all original songs by you today. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toonsmith and also... Song Smith, Song Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just Smith in general, <laughs> music, right. music Smith. Yeah. yeah, tell us about this song. Well, um, I wrote it back in uh, 2010, uh, and uh, there were a couple of people who were gone from my life, and mm. I, I was feeling really um, a loss uh, and, and a need to connect with them in some way. Uh, uh, one of them was my mother, who had passed away. Uh, and I really miss her. And there were some other friends of mine as well who were, who I just, I felt really that I needed to connect with them. And at least through writing and through through um, putting a song together, I, would, I, I did my best. Yeah. Yeah, it really captures that, you know, sort of, uh, it's sweet, but it's also, you know, pretty forlorn, you mm-hmm. know. And, yeah. Uh, but I think you definitely tap into that sort of tradition of uh, <laughs> happy, happy, sad, complicated, nuanced emotions. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, there were so, there are plenty of songs in that genre. Certainly, in, yeah. Uh, in old country music. Yeah. And uh, so it, it's not a foreign <laughs> genre. It was also, I, I listened a lot to uh, Alice Gerard and Hazel Dickens. Yeah. And uh, that was a, when I was writing it, I, I kind of envisioned Alice and Hazel singing. And, you know, so the... So, so the the words and the spirit and the tempo of the song, you know, were um, I was drawn to that. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's impossible to have that happen with Hazel gone, and yeah, who knows whether Alice would be interested in a song like this? But right. But it, it didn't matter because it just gave me the impetus to uh, put it on paper and uh, and make it into a song. I just got hip to them because of um, people that you probably know, actually, uh, uh, Rachel and Helen uh, um, in, in Boston. Um, they, they play at the, uh, at the Cantab, Six Sad and Lonesome. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rachel and Helen. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we recorded at, uh, at Harry Smith. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they sing beautifully together. Yeah, mm. And they did, we did a couple, we did the Coal Miner, Coal Miner Blues mm-hmm. and uh, something else by them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really want to dig down deep into those. I don't know enough songs. Mm. Um, feel well, like... you should. You have such a great voice. Oh, well, thank you. Um, yeah, and I love hearing you sing. Uh... Yeah, I wish more more jams were integrated with with song sharing and tunes. Often they're very separate, and I wish that they were kind of more back to back. Why do you suppose that is? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm really grateful that Moth is uh, joining me for at least a couple of songs here because uh, she's one of my favorite singers and favorite guitarists. You know, she's an incredible guitar player. Uh-huh. Um, and there are some wonderful... Uh, um, Alan Block was actually one of my one uh, my big fiddling inspirations uh, mm-hmm. when I was growing up in New York City and I used to go and listen to him play at every chance I got. And there were some wonderful, wonderful YouTube um, um, videos of of Alan Block playing with Martha backing him up and singing, and it, those um, I think. We're a duo then. That's we did all we did festivals all over the place. It's awesome, but it's awesome, and you can hear their wonderful singing together, and and her wonderful guitar playing in back of Alan Block is just uh, quite extraordinary. So and there's plenty of it. I, there must be about six of them, I think, at least ten. ten? Okay, so you know, you should go to YouTube and do a search on. I guess on Alan Block and Martha Burns. Uh, we're we're going to plug all of your stuff at the end of this episode. Yeah, we'll we'll put the links and stuff to find all your things, okay. and we'll talk. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. What? So, are we going to? Is the I'm stuck on you next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this this so, song, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Th- this song is is adorable, um, but don't let that fool you. There's actually some pretty pretty complex metaphors and emotions going on that kids came up with, right? Well, yeah. So. Um, I lead a, a bluegrass slash old time kids jam that I've been doing for about a dozen years. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, and we have a great time, and the kids are totally into it, and um, we have a wonderful time just uh, playing and learning songs and tunes. And occasionally, I will do a session where I teach them how to write songs, or write tunes, and they've come up some wonderful tunes and wonderful songs. So this is one that we collaborated on together. So I. I approached him and uh, I gave him the the uh, the colloquial expression "stuck on you." Yes. And I I explained to them how it's normally interpreted in terms of uh, you know in, in adult speak. What kind of, what kind of age group are we talking here? Uh, I guess from uh, eight to twelve or thirteen. Okay, great. And 
And then I said, let's let's write a song, you know, and let's use stuck on you. Yes. You know, and, and I want you to think about things that kind of, that you might get stuck on or uh-huh. or what what that brings to mind. Yeah. Just things that are sticky, you know? <laughs> so, um, so one of them came up with syrup on French toast. Another one came up with a Band-Aid on a knee. And, yeah. You know, and uh, I came up with gum on a bedpost, which yeah. shows my age. It's an old-timey my, one, yeah. <laughs> and, and it just brings it to a whole other, you know, it's a multi-gen, makes it multi-generational. Yeah. And uh, so... Uh, so we did this song, and uh, and they loved it, and um, yeah. So I do a lot of things like that with we're kids. I I really I really feel it's so strong to pass it on to children, you mm-hmm. know. So I lead a jam, a weekly jam, and I'm thrilled when kids show up, and I have them sit right next to me, you know, and uh, we'll sing together, or we'll play tunes together. I'll find out what tunes they like to play, and etc. So let's try this. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let me just make sure I'm still in tune. Okay. When you're ready. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a channeling Uncle Dave Macon. That is too cute. <laughs> that is a perfect kid song. song. Yeah, yeah. And the kids liked it. And I bet they did. Mm-hmm. Just stickiness in general is very relevant to their experience. Yes, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Sticky little kids. I have a twenty-month uh, kid, and uh, 
he's he's very sticky. Yeah. And he and he's very clingy. So yeah. that's very very close to his experience. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It I think it goes into the child's experience. Yeah. Sensual sen- sensory experience. Yes. Yeah. So um <laughs> You know, I also like Jimmy Rogers' songs a lot, uh, in yodeling songs. Uh, I thought maybe we do one. What do you say? That sounds good. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best to yodel, yodel with you. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome if you could do a kind of a harmony yodel. Yeah. Uh, and you'll hear it coming. Um, so let's see. Uh, that's in D still. Okay. Odelay, Odelay Those bright stars up in heaven are singing your praise Their chorus is a sweet refrain Now I'm thinking tonight of the good times we share Oh, when will I see you again? At night, when sleep overtakes me, and I drift off to revel and dream, I'll look for you there, wishing you were near. Oh, and when I see you again, oh, first yodel <laughs> your first yodel was awesome but well, you sing so great and play banjo so great but i think it was wasn't it great to have martha Ch- uh, yeah, yeah she's she's awesome i'm excited to hear her hear her cd yeah um great well for the sake of um me being able to you know conduct the interview yeah. and stuff yeah. let's say 
straight straight through to the end like no stops except for for tuning or if we need to do a retake but like let's right. not do any more like major start in the no, stop no, no, things no, or else course. i will have no. trouble or organizing it no no i 100 i understand Wonderful. that because i do a tv show yes yes <laughs> I, I totally understand in terms of editing yeah. you know i try to run as uh you know straight through if at all possible I'm really, I am, I'm really glad you wanted to do two because I do want to do like 50 of these a year. So I'm like looking to do like, you know, uh, it's hard enough to get people to do one. So this right. is, this is nice for me too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, you know, cause it's another aspect, you know, it's not just tune writing, but songwriting is very close to me, you know? So yeah. And, and also people hear my songs and I say well where do you have that on record can I, is there any yeah. way that I can hear them uh, and I'm, I'm planning on eventually putting yeah. some of them on or on doing a real record with some of these you know well I'm glad that we'll until then yeah that exactly. we have these now yeah exactly well we got a <laughs> these 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 next two are uh, real real interesting <laughs> I, I especially like this the, this next one and the what are we what are we doing next <laughs> where the hell am I where the hell am I <laughs> right yeah what yeah what inspired this uh, this song well where the hell am I um, uh, I write a lot of tunes and songs and um, when I write songs I often write songs in a particular genre like I will take a try to write a country and western song or a bluegrass song or a kid's song um, this one, I just wanted to write a silly song, just a kind of a, in a way, a 99 bottles of beer on the wall song, you know, where the, you know, where the, um, where the verses can be sung in any order and, and, and this, and, and some of the verses just bring smiles to your face, uh, you know, and just a fun and just, you know, it just makes you happy. A song that makes you happy, a happy song. Yeah. You know, um. And this, you know, this is my best happy song that I've written, uh, yeah. I think. Want to try it? it?
You're nothing but trouble. You're nothing but trouble. Got your bass turned way too low. You're nothing but trouble. Where the hell am I? Where the hell am I? I took the road less traveled. Where the hell am I? Take a dive in the dumpster. Take a dive in the dumpster. If you need some new threads, take a dive in the dumpster. Where the hell am I? Where the hell am I? I took the road less traveled. Where the hell? Dog hairs on your sweater. Dog hairs on your sweater. From hugging that old pooch. Dog hairs on your sweater. Where the hell am I? Where the hell am I? Took the road less travel. Where the hell am I? I took the road less traveled. Where the hell? That's that's awesome, Alan. <laughs> that's really cool. I mean, you say that it's a really silly song, yeah. But I I imagine I being just like really frustrated and just like like you know, and then hearing this song and just being like, yeah, where the hell am I? And then just like all of these just like. Yeah, you know, sweet and strange just lyrics. I I see this potentially being very therapeutic yeah. for someone. Hopefully, I, right now while you're listening to you it, know, someone it's out there. It's really strange. I, I, I when I wrote it, I considered it my throwaway song. You know, it's just, you know, it's just like a song that I was just having fun with. And no one's really going to take seriously. But in a way, when I've sung it for people, it's become really much almost their favorite song. Usually that's the case. It's the songs that you don't necessarily put a lot of stock in or you just yeah. like threw together. Yeah. Those are the ones that like dive deep into people's yeah. hearts. Yeah, and, you but know. it's like it's strange that it is so because I wouldn't have predicted it. You know, I would never predict, you know, that that's just like I wouldn't have predicted that the you know, that my Flying Saucer song that we recorded yes, earlier yes. <laughs> uh, would be really popular with, with kids, yeah. you know, but they love it, absolutely love it. And and, and uh, Where the Hell Am I is, has become a, a real favorite among people. Uh, they, they love that song, uh, which really surprised me. Yeah, um, it's, it's interesting. As a, as a songwriter, the, uh, the things that people always want you to come back to the old the old chestnuts you know that you write yeah or like it's almost like sometimes i'm almost like insulted you know by the when when people are like i'm like i just wrote this cool new song it's like you know the 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 cliche of like you go to um you go to see uh see your favorite band mm -hmm. and everyone just wants to hear the old record mm -hmm. right. <laughs> you know they're, oh, they're they're there to play their new their new stuff but yeah. it's like i think that's really sweet you know because that means that 
it's it's when you've written a, written something that sort of outlasts you. Yeah, you know, right, right. and that's like something that's really special. Yeah, yeah. but but it, it, but sometimes it's surprising just which one yeah. ends up being the one that outlasts you. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes you know it's like the universe has a sense of humor. Is it because it's because it it means something more than it means more than you put into it? Yeah, which to me, is this always was a, good, a silly song. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was a silly song. You know, and and I love writing it, and I felt that the that the verses in a way were inspired. Yeah. Uh, but dog hair on your sweater that's such a great like uh that's so complicated it's like i hate having dog hairs on my sweater right but it's worth it right yeah uh, <laughs> you right. know like from hugging that old from pooch. hugging that old pooch yeah right yeah that's that's great live right. long and prosper right, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay so um yeah what's next man the next is uh i've been really troubled by monsanto and and what what Monsanto has done uh, in terms of for the for, to the farming community. Some people those... might not necessarily know who Monsanto is. Maybe you can break that down. Yeah. Well, it's a big company like Dow, you know, and they and they create these. Uh, they patented seeds, you know. It's just like they've actually patented seeds, and they, uh, you know, if. Um, you know, if their seeds end up blowing onto your property and your uh, crops grow with their seeds, say you have to pay them. You know, and 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 they uh, and they don't want you using your own seeds. They want you to use their seeds. And um, you know, it's a it's a terrible thing. You know, where you know where farmers don't have control anymore yeah. of. Of seeds, you know, yep. so it's like that's that's so outrageous, you know, so it's that that a, that a, that a corporation can dictate what you grow on your land in a way because uh, that's the way it kind of works out, you know. You know, I've heard, you know, I have some um, some like friends who were organic farmers in Indiana for a while, and uh, they're saying that it's not uncommon for you know these seeds to blow in to your to your land and then they, they're grown and then if monsanto suspects you of selling those right. they're a giant multinational corporation right. so they can sue you they can sue you and you can't really do anything about it how you are you going to get how are you going to get legal defense against you can't you just have to settle you, you know have and to it's, settle yeah and it's really it's really terrible you know and so i felt being that old-time music is the music of the farmers yeah. you know yeah and the farmers are kind of fed up with this shit pardon my expression well it's <laughs> if ever there uh, were a legitimate use of that word on this you know, show so it's monsanto uh so i felt there's a way if there's a way that i can put some kind of old-time energy to to being disgusted with what monsanto has done to yes. farmers and uh then i'm going to try to do it you know um so um so i wrote a song in 2012 called there's an evil called monsanto and uh, let's try it. Okay. There's an evil called Monsanto that controls our seeds. Now he's poisoning the farm and all the mouths he feeds. It's a shame, Lord, an awful shame. It's a shame, Lord, an awful shame. 
these concocted won't do me any harm I have no choice but to use them and they ruin my farm It's a shame, Lord, an awful shame It's a shame, Lord, an awful shame Can't plant my own seeds, don't make no sense And if I do, my Santa's gonna climb my fence it's a shame, my Lord, an awful shame. It's a shame, my Lord, an awful shame. My Santa uses science, and I don't give a crap. I want to keep on farming like I learned from my own pap. It's a shame, my Lord, an awful shame. It's a shame. Lord, an awful And I won't allow you cause of their damn greed It's a shame, Lord, an awful shame It's a shame, Lord, an awful shame There's an evil called Santa that controls our seeds Now he's poisoning the farm and all the mouths he feeds It's a shame, Lord, an awful shame it's a shame, Lord, an awful shame. Amen. <laughs> yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I w- I wonder why they're. It's it's interesting. There's um. I don't hear more more political political songs. There's so many old-time players who just sort of play tunes and sing traditional things, but old-time players are so politically minded. Mm. Like, I, I find that in, so. intensely politically minded and progressive, and and I, I'm always interested that there's not more of that, um, more of that spirit of of channeling that sort of explicit um, message. You know, that was because a lot of people know about old time because of that like 60s Pete Seeger, you know, folk right. revival I know, but stuff. But actually we we mentioned uh Alice Gerard and Hazel Dickens. Yeah. And Hazel Dickens wrote a number of very strong, very powerful uh, uh, the, uh social commentary, politically motivated songs. As did Alice. Uh uh so you know, I would encourage you actually to look at, through their repertoire and, mm. and 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 listen to their records because uh, they were uh, Ola Bell Reed also, yeah, uh, uh, wrote things that were very social commentaries. And, I got my homework to do, man. <laughs> uh, Ju- uh, uh, Jean Jean Ritchie uh, also uh, wrote things about the mines and things like that. You know, yeah. I think there could be more. You know, yes. I, I, this is my contribution to. Mm-hmm. You know, to uh, getting in there, and uh, and uh, yeah, I think there should be more of it. Uh, I, I'm trying. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, so, you, 
How old is your your child now? Twenty months. Twenty months. Twenty months. Uh, we sing him. We sing him a lot of songs. Uh, we sing him "Hang Me." Oh, nice! Oh, right <laughs> all there. things. That's one of our. We sing uh, "Black as Crow" to him a lot. Oh, nice! My wife and I, and you sing him any lullabies? Uh, <laughs> no, mostly just songs about uh, about murder and oh, <laughs> getting right. young. No, uh, uh, yeah. So we could definitely use some softer. Uh, <laughs> so I wrote softer this, material. Uh, I wrote this yodel lullaby um, because uh, I've been right. I wrote a, quite a few yodeling songs and. I, there's, uh, there's something nice about writing uh, uh, yodeling songs in three time. Yeah. And also, there's something really kind of sweet about lullabies. Um, so I, I thought I was wondering if I could channel that kind of spirit of lullabies kind of concept and yodeling, bring them together. Uh, Jimmy Rogers did a, a, a lullaby yodel as well, so it's not it's not virgin territory, but I put my own slant on it uh, and a different type of yodel than uh, Jimmy Rogers did on his classic recordings. Uh, so, you'd like to try that with me? Yes, yeah, certainly. Let me get into E real quick. Okay, me too. So, thanks for being on the show again. Thank Alan. you. Thank this you. Is real thank, fun. Thank you very much. I mean, this has been uh, a treat for me. And so. So we don't have the the songs. Uh, you don't have the songs on a record at the moment. So this is the thing to plug for right. for the songs. But also your your um, old time tune, right. your fiddle tunes uh, book and CD are right. still available. Uh, with all, it's called All in Good Time, and uh, ppatchmusic.com has yeah. copies as well as um, you know online and. Uh, CD Baby and yeah. Amazon and those things. Yeah, S- similar. Even though it's a different tradition, it's a different medium. I feel like there's all that humor and all of that, uh, all of that spirit of inventive and whimsy, and uh, mm. but also, but also thoughtful. There's a lot of thoughtful music on that CD, and Thanks. yeah, I've been really enjoying. Thank you listening so to it. Yeah, thank you, and thank you for doing this, uh, uh, this webcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's a lot of fun. It's a great excuse for me to invite myself into people's cabins, yeah. <laughs> like I am doing yeah, right now, awesome. and, and play music with them one on one. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, I do kind of a similar thing with a TV show oh, in yeah. Arlington uh, called "In the Tradition," and you could see those actually on if you do a search on Vimeo.com or on or on uh, Google. Uh, it's it's called In the Tradition, and if you put the name Alan Kaufman and, and In the Tradition, you'll find all the episodes. I think we have nine of them, eight or nine of them out there, um, and they're good shows. I think uh, you know, entertaining, a half hour long, uh, based on Rainbow Quest, which was this wonderful show that I grew up on, a Pete Seeger show, and uh, Pete Seeger did this great show. It was very, it was on a low budget, um, and he had. Uh, you know, he had wonderful guests on, and, and um, I tried to do something similar in his memory yeah. because he was so important to us. So why don't we try a yodel, yodel lullaby? Here it is. Comes into view with your eyes full of sleep. 
It's off to bed with you I will hold you in my arms Sing lovingly to you A yodel, a lullaby I'll read you stories of faraway places Of tall ships that sail way past the sea And you'll have to hear them over and over Till at last you're at rest peacefully As the sun sets and the moon comes into view With your eyes full of sleep It's off to bed with you I will hold you in my arms Sing lovingly to you A yodel, a lullaby Ships that sail way past the sea And you'll have to hear them over and over Till at last you're at rest peacefully As the sun sets and the moon comes into view With your eyes full of sleep It's off to bed with you I will hold you in my arms Lovingly to you, a yodel lullaby. Odaloti, odaloti, haloti, haloti, olay. If you want to hear more of Alan Kaufman's music, go to ppatchmusic.com and check out his CD with Don Stratton titled All in Good Time. If you haven't already, listen to last week's episode because we jam on a few tunes from the CD. Make sure to subscribe to Get Up in the Cool because sometime in the near future, I'm going to post my episode with Don Stratton and he's got some incredible musical insight and you'll want to listen to it when it's out. Also, you should buy Martha Burns' CD, aptly titled Old Time Songs. You can buy it online at marthaburns.net. Bruce Molsky's on that album, as well as the most charming song about hypochondria that I have yet to hear. <laughs> if you like Get Up in the Cool, why not make it official and like the Facebook page? If you do it on your computer and sort of hover over the like button, you can actually ask Mark Zuckerberg to put Get Up in the Cool posts at the top of your feed, and he won't even bill me for it. What a good guy. Just imagine every time you sign in, getting that little buffer of old-time energy before you just fill up with 
hate, and despair. If you really like this show, sign up to support Get Up In The Cool on Patreon. Just go to CameronDeWitt.com and click the button that says Patreon. This week's bonus track is another delightful Alan Kaufman original, and once again, I wish I could include it in the episode proper, but I have to save something for my exclusive inner circle, which I'd love you to join. Just two more episodes for 2016, then I'm going to take a little break. I'll probably repost some old episodes for the people who got to the party late, and maybe do a best of episode to promote the best of 2016 CD. I haven't decided exactly yet, but I've got a lot of great music and interviews on my hard drive that I'm excited for you to hear, so I won't be gone for long, I promise. Thanks for listening, friends. Come back same time next week for more Get Up In The Cool. 